Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. All right, let's bring him in now. Chris Mack, what is your take on some of this drama when it comes to the Steelers? Is this what everybody is complaining about? Because I will say, when it comes to the Steelers, it's always something. There's always something that people are talking about. And I just saw Deontay Johnson on TMZ. Is this the drama of the week for the Steelers? You want me to have a take about this? I'm not, I'm not perfect, Chelsea. Like... I'm just I'm asking you I'm to do your here. job. Oh, <laughs> God. <sighs> no, it, it is the big thing this week. Um, Deontay Johnson, I guess, to his credit, question mark, uh, stood in front of the media and answered questions about it and said, hey, I got to be better, which is obvious. Like, it, it, that's, it, it, again, it's bare minimum standing up and owning up to the fact that you basically quit on a play that was the ball was right at your feet. And then the guy who recovered the ball literally ran around you. Um, so uh, it, it's funny. You mentioned Deontay. You mentioned Chase Claypool. We all know what Antonio Brown uh, was like when he was here. Not necessarily giving up on plays back then or stomping off of sidelines with his clothes half off. But he saved that for when he had left Pittsburgh. But, I mean, we've we got a history of wide receivers who – for whatever reason, uh, go through these issues, these ups and downs. But that's, yeah, that's been the, the big story this week. Um, and then, obviously, the Steelers gaining 400 yards of offense. Woo! Yeah, They only scored 16 points, but hey, it, it was, and it was against the Bengals, whose defense is, yeesh. Uh, but hey, it was 400 yards of offense in the first week without Matt Canada. So, um, with the Cardinals and the Patriots on deck, uh, the people are feeling pretty good about where the Steelers sit right now, seven and four, and with po- very likely nine and four in the offing, with a couple of home games against those two uh, tomato cans on deck. So yeah, Steeler fans looking for something to complain about. That's what we do. Yeah, Chris. I, I mean, you win a game, put up a ton, out, out gain your opponent in yardage for the first time this season, like. Steelers fans have to be excited about that, but tell us why they shouldn't be excited. Like, why is that not 
as big of a deal as maybe the casual football fan right. might see those numbers and think it is. Well, I, I think it's it's baby steps, but it's baby steps for it's it's baby steps for like when that toddler starts moving around the living room, pulling itself up on things, and you haven't yet screwed the bookshelf to the wall, and you're like, oh my god, they might pull it down on top of themselves. Um, those kind of baby steps in that they're just toddling around now. The good news is not only did they get the 400 yards of of offense, and 16 points was enough to beat the Bengals on the road, but they're doing it with the run game, right? Like Najee Harris had, it was a yard away from 100 this week. It was Jalen Warren really driving the bus the two weeks previous to that. The offensive line has really found something in the run game since allowing since they allowed Broderick Jones, the, the first-round draft pick, to start at tackle. So it feels like those are the baby steps moving in the right direction. The thing to worry about is, is this enough from your quarterback, you know? Uh, and Kenny Pickett, Looked much better without Matt Canada running the offense this past Sunday. Let's give, let's, you know, again, we're damning with faint praise, I suppose, much like praising Deontay Johnson for owning up to his lack of effort in Cincinnati, but he looked better, Kenny Pickett. Um, he, he still did that thing where he spins around in a circle and runs into the pass rush. He still did that thing where perhaps he panics a little bit too much against the pass rush as well, but for the most part, he stretched the ball down the middle of the field, especially to Pat Fryermuth. That's the the feel good for the Steelers in that they looked a little bit better. They've got a soft schedule down the stretch. Like I mentioned, Arizona and New England, New England on a short week, and then a, a trip to Indy in the offing, another game against the Bengals and Jake Browning. Seattle is on the slate. So they should be a playoff team. It's just a question now of whether they'll actually be able to do anything once they get there. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the dim. It go down. It go down in the dim. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Yeah, and if they can cover a five and a half point spread, like I saw that line against the Cardinals. I know the Cardinals are bad, but like the Steelers, oh, that makes my stomach hurt. Turn yeah. like playing them is that big of favorites. But let's get to some college football because it is championship weekend, and uh, we know you do a college football show. So let's start with the big one: Pac-12 championship game, Oregon, Washington, Oregon laying nine and a half at a neutral site. All of us are kind of scratching our head. 
at this line and saying, what's going on here? The last time these two met up, Washington won it by a field goal at the last minute. Does this line look suspicious at all to you? It does. And here's the thing. All the sharp money has come in on this thing and pushed the line up. I think it opened, what, at eight maybe, um, and has pushed it up to nine, nine and a half in a lot of spots. And that tells me maybe somebody knows better than we do. But despite the video game numbers that Bo Nix has put up for the last month, um, Washington, to your point, Chelsea, did win this game. Uh, It was a couple months ago. Dan Lanning really screwed it up with some poor decisions in that game. But Washington has won this game already. I know people are fading a bit on the Huskies because of the way they've played the last month. Michael Penix Jr. has not quite looked like the Heisman candidate he did earlier in the year. And that's the other sort of side path to this thing is the quarterback that wins this game has, or at least if Bo Nix wins it, if Michael Penix Jr. were to put up a really big game and winning it, has a good shot at the Heisman as they both try to dance around Jaden Daniels, who doesn't play this week. But um, I, I think there's too much recency bias on Washington here. You know, they won ugly in Corvallis a couple weeks ago. They won ugly in the Apple Cup. But I think both of those games, there was so much extra going into it. Both of those programs, obviously, being left behind as the Pac-2, right? And both of them with something to prove. Oregon State at that point was still in the Pac-12 title race. And it was a nasty weather game cold and windy and rainy that Saturday night in Corvallis. I think we get a, the, the best game we've gotten from Penix in over a month. I think we get a high-scoring game. The 66-and-a-half certainly indicates that. And I I don't know if Washington pulls off the upset, but, man, the money line is attractive, right? Like, like 290. Um, so I would not be surprised to see Washington, who's undefeated, by the way, and coming in as a nine-and-a-half-point dog, too, at a neutral site. I wouldn't be surprised to see Washington pull off the upset, but I think the safer bet here for me anyway is just Washington with the nine and a half because I think this ends up being much like the first meeting, a last possession game between these two. And this number has gone up from where it was earlier in the show. I mean, it was nine earlier this morning, nine and a half yeah. now. I would agree with you, Chris. Way too many points for that Washington team. Uh, Florida State is the other undefeated team, other than Georgia, going into championship weekend, obviously without Jordan Travis. I really like the Seminoles this weekend. I still think that they can pull it off and beat Louisville. Louisville's run game is great, and Florida State's run defense, not so great. So that's the only knock I kind of have other than the quarterback scenario for Florida State. How are you looking at this one? Yeah, this is an interesting one. Louisville, I I, I mean, just... It's, it's embarrassing, I got to think, for them to have everything sort of laid out in front of them, and it was still laid out in front of them. A win last week and a win this week, they're at least on the fringes of the playoff conversation if some other dominoes fall the right way. Instead, they lose to Kentucky. Ugh. That's, that's painful if you're Louisville because not only do you lose to Kentucky, but you fall out of whatever minimal shot you had at the playoff as well. And this last one is then just all about Pride, really. And, you know, you'll get a New Year's Six game if you win this one. But I, I don't know where Louisville's heads are at after losing that one to Kentucky. And so I do like Florida State only laying two and a half. I, obviously, Florida State wins. They're in the playoff. I, I don't think there's any discussion. An undefeated ACC champ is a playoff team. Florida State loses. It's exactly the excuse the committee is looking for to keep them out of the playoff. I think all the motivation is on Florida State's side in this one. It wasn't especially pretty last week, but 
it doesn't have to be pretty against Louisville either. This is really, this is no, style points do not apply here to Florida State. All they have to do is escape Charlotte with a W, and I think they can do that. This one, I, I don't have a play on this one, to be quite honest, because there are so many variables in it. But I think this is the one, this is the one that if you pull it out, the whole house of cards comes tumbling down as far as all of the other wild playoff scenarios. Right, and Louisville proved me absolutely wrong last week. Very embarrassing loss for them and me. I laid the seven with Louisville. It did not come through. Okay, we only have 90 seconds left, but Alabama, Georgia, who do you like? Go. Oh, man. You're telling me <laughs> Nick Saban has a chance to win and get in after the way things went earlier this year. Jalen Milrow, who turned his season on a dime, what, about five weeks ago or so, has a chance to get into the playoff. Oh, man. Five and a half is such an odd number for this game, too. I think Alabama makes it a final possession game. I w it, much like I said about Oregon-Washington, I wouldn't be surprised to see Alabama win this thing. But I've doubted Georgia a lot this year, and especially over the last month or, or four to six weeks. They have absolutely squashed me every time I've questioned them. So I think Georgia ultimately takes care of business. But five and a half. That's a weird number for me. I, I, I lean Bama in the points because I think it's a field goal game. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and more. So visit FanDuel.com sportsfan and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.